What's up, sports fans, and welcome to the FCA Guy podcast, where we talk faith and sports. Today on Coffee with Coach, I'm here with Coach Terrence Franks. Coach Franks, good to see you this morning. Good morning. How are you? I am well. Thank you very much. Uh, We're going to get started right here and talk a little bit about, I know you're from Angleton, Texas, correct? Yes, sir. Uh, Tell me a little bit about your playing history. You've got a family of of athletes in your family, and then we're going to move right into your playing history. So my family, man, is full of athletes. My my dad played football, Texas A&I, Kingfield, where he won two national championships. My brother ran track at Texas A&I. I had a cousin who was the all-time shooter at Baylor, then went on to play for the Harlem Trotters. Um, I had another cousin, Amar Hall, played running back, Texas Longhorns, and fullback for Tennessee Titans. So it's like a lot of athletes in our family, so I kind of provide that too in the background. Sounds like after high school, you went to Texas State. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Okay, and you played running back. Yes, sir. Now, I want to elaborate on that. We were just having a discussion before we got on the podcast that you hold several records there at Texas State. Why don't you tell us what those are? My record, I hold the single game record is 284-yard rushing, the longest yard, 96 yards, and I hold the 40-yard dash record, 429, and I hold the freshman record, too. Uh, 234 yards. So it's been pretty, pretty, uh, pretty long history for me. But I'm glad I made it done at Texas State. I want to make sure everybody heard that correctly. So the total yards in one game was 284 yards. Your longest run from scrimmage is 96, correct? Yes, sir. But you threw out a number there in the 40, and that thing was under 43. Mm-hmm. I don't know any. There are only what a handful of, of guys that can run under 43. Would you s- say that's correct? That's correct. And that was a 429. Yes, sir. Wow. You sure you can't suit up? I think they're looking for a running back. Here. Well, I'm always ready, man. Just let me know. Come with insurance, too. Tell me what you studied at Texas State and how that translated into coaching. I studied exercise sports science, and I want to get to coaching. It's always been a dream of mine. When I was eight years old, I wrote a paper down in class in third grade. I kind of remember this. I had um, go to college, get a degree, be professional at least and coach with my third one. So I still had a list to, to this day in my uh, cabinet back at home. Kind of like, is that kind of like where they call that your bucket list? Yes, sir. And you've been able to check off all of those. Yes, sir. And if they heard correctly, NFL was in that. It list. was. And that was my, uh, my motivation. So I'll keep that with me. And that's what got me into coaching today, trying to lead kids and do the right thing and just have like a good mentor for them too. So after Texas State, I believe you were drafted in uh, 2015 by the St. Louis Rams. Tell us about that experience. That was a neat experience, just going through the whole process, just waiting for my name to get called. And they had me hired on the list already, just hearing a scout from the pro day. And I was kind of just waiting for them to call, and I heard from different other teams too. So getting that call right after the draft and let them know they want me to go to camp with them, and I was very excited. And, the whole experience, you know, just being around Todd Gurley, Michael Browns, who's my roommate, and being around Nick Foles, Aaron Donald, who's still playing today. I mean, it's just it's just a crazy experience. And the whole some to this day, I hope the guys that I coach or are coaching the pad get the experience there like I did. I know that people listening would kind of like to know how that process works. You're getting out of college, and you mm-hmm. obviously have some records. You're very fast, so you can't coach speed. Like we can't coach height, correct? Mm-hmm. What's that process? Are coaches calling you and saying, hey, we're looking at you. We'd love to come to your pro day or something. How's that work? So right at the college, you get ready to go to a facility to train. So I went down to a facility in the Brownfields, 
that I got um, recommended from one of my teammates to who went the year before. So I spent like two or three months and had to get on a diet too. So you got to have a good weight, you know, because they're going to take that as pro day. And after I had a good performance, I had like almost 30 teams call me right after pro day and say like, hey, you know, I heard you did a good job and we're going to be looking out for you on the draft. It's not, then we wish you luck. And, you know, I just took that. It's, it felt like that was, like, really cool that I did that on my own. Like, nobody pushed me. I didn't have no agent, so I kind of did everything independently. So, after that, I, um, I got a call um, from an agent who went to the record, um, who went to uh, sign me. So, that was a pretty neat experience, too. So, just had that motivation of doing it on my own kind of, like, you know, helped me just go to the next level. And I kind of appreciate that to myself. How was it when you walked into camp with the St. Louis Rams? Do you – do you get off of the stadium? Do you go to the practice facility? Do they give you gear? Do they give you a locker? How does that work? Uh, first, they'll take us to the uh, facility. Well, we'll take us to the hotel first and take us to the facility to get checked out for the helmets and all the equipment, you know, get all the free free gear and, you know, getting, getting five-star meals. And, you know, just it's treated as a basic professional. So you just got to take it with it. Don't get too starstruck. But every, like I say, it's a business. So you want to just stay focused and, you know, get your iPad to learn the place. And like I said, next day we're going straight into rookie camp and wait until June and get into the mini camp and you can go back home, train, get ready for training camp. And it's, and it's on and popping. So it's just, it's just a process. You know, you got to take, take it serious because any day you can get cut and get released and not go back to the league. So don't take it for granted. So once you get in the league, it's kind of like you got opportunity to stay in there. But if you don't, you know, just be blessed with opportunity. Not a lot of guys get that chance. So I was blessed to get the opportunity, just like my dad did with the Dallas Cowboys. So he went, you know, I want to kind of go behind him too. So he went, he, he can do it, I can do it too. So that's my motivation since I've been little all my life. So I just had to push myself and had a good support system behind me. And that would let me to position, you know, to this day, just helping kids grow and hopefully get them to the next level. Would you consider yourself one of the fastest or not the fastest person on your team? Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Mm-hmm. We talked about Tyreek Hill. Obviously, he considered <laughs> to be the fastest guy, I think, in the league. He is. How do you think you'd do with him one-on-one? You, don't be modest. One-on-one. I got my money on you. Uh, okay. Without Diet, yeah, he got me. But with Diet, I'm going to try to keep it close. Okay. Yeah, so it's it's Tyreek Hill. He's cheated for a reason, you know, but I, I'm going to let him have this time. Just, I need to see my hamstrings. Well, I, I asked you earlier, too, we were getting – we like to get to know our guests a little bit. And you mentioned that you like to cook. And you have a little Cajun flair too. And I ask, what is your favorite recipe to cook? Cajun pasta. Cajun pasta. For all you listening, that sounds really good. And we mentioned etouffee. Uh, do you call, cook often? I do. I do. I cook. Um, try to cook every once in a while. Um, but when I do, I try to like do it like a five star. So don't go to the restaurant, come to me. I can hook you up. Now, where did you learn this skill from? Was there somebody in your family? Honestly, it's just on my own. I just one day I just got up and. Just got some pots and pans, and you know, sometimes I look online, see how they do it, but I mix it up with my own spice too. So I like to, I like to mix it up, you know, trying to not copy somebody, but trying to like do my own thing with it too. Coach Garcia, if you need a meal, I know where to go. <laughs> I don't, we don't have to go far, do we? You should not lack for that. So, but you also have an aspiration, I think, to be an actor at one time. Mm, I and correct. I asked you what genre you like, if it was going to be the Hallmark movies or action. And you said you wanted to be, and I asked you what your nickname would be, and you said? The Flash. 
because you're fast. Fast. That's right. So, and I believe that name stays with you, correct? Correct. You've got it with you. So, well, that's exciting to, to know. And I asked you if you've done some acting, some commercials. And you mentioned, I think, that you were looking at doing some commercials, correct? Correct. Yeah, I tried out for a night commercial just to see how it goes. And it was a pretty pretty neat experience, but you know, I didn't get the call, but I'm, I'm glad I had the opportunity to do that. You've had a lot of experiences that a lot of people haven't <laughs> had. Um, just your playing career mm. and also the tryout with the NFL, which is great. And now you're sitting here at Lehman High School as a coach. Yes, sir. Uh, I think this is in your blood. Can you outrun all the kids on the team right now? I can. Don't hurt your hammies. I won't, but they will not beat me. They know that too, right? They do know that okay. every day. Well, tell me how you got – this is your first year. Tell me how you came to campus and how you got on the staff with Coach Castillo. So it happened back in the spring. I got recommended from a friend um, that Coach Castillo was going to be head coach at Layman. And so I hit him up. So I say, um, so what you know about him? Told me some good stuff about him. And so he gave me his number so he could still up. And maybe like 10 minutes later, he takes me back and, you know, just catching up, you know, see, you know, how am I? And you know, just a little small talk. And I don't know, something about like every every month he just like check on me and like just – had like that relationship already that I never met him before, but and he brought me up here um maybe like a month after we talked and just showed me around the school and yeah, I just kinda felt like home when he showed me it, like just felt good with the family and I'm here like to change the culture. Like he always says, like we're trying to change the culture here, build something just build something new. And um it just brought me brought me here for a reason. And um I also have a I has a I'm being a dad too, so also brought me up here as well. So I'm ready to be be a coach and be a dad at the same time. That's great. This is a great opportunity for a lot of coaches that are here. We're going to talk about the good win that they had this past Friday night. Uh, since you, It's been a while since you've been in high school. You probably were influenced by coaches, correct? Mm-hmm. How do you take that in when you step on the field with these kids? How do you relate that now to your experience with these kids? Well, I got to them all the time. like, man, whatever you do is you go out to have fun, you know, because like we say, next – just move on to the next play. No, don't let it get down because high school can be over just like that. And I just enjoy it. You know, you messed up, move on to the next play. You know, just just stay focused. And you had any questions, just ask because, like I said, we're here for a reason. We're here to build you up. So it's all about working together, you know, as a team too. I know that sometimes there's a, there's a phrase I use sometimes, you know, um, that failure is not a person. It's an event. And some people take it so personally that they're mm-hmm. a failure, and that's not correct. It's an event. Mm-hmm. Um, you get to prove yourself, and circumstances don't dictate your, you know, who you are. So this is really good. This is really good information. I've really enjoyed the conversation. I think there's a lot more to you than what we're talking about. Is there anything else we've left out that you want to mention? Oh, man. It's, I, have a, I also have a clothing line, too, that I do. I uh, make shirts called Venice Drip. Take the aisle, put the uh, number one. Uh, you look up on Instagram, it'd be Venice Drip underscore three times. And I do like a lot of custom shirt for NFL, high school athlete, five-star athlete, college. And it's just a business I'm trying to do. Like I'm always, I'm never sitting down, I'm always doing something. So it's just always been hustling my blood too. So if you need any custom shirts, just let me know. I can get you going. You know, you might see some walking around here with the Draco shirts and that's coming from Coach Frank. So I'm not very, you know, I, sh- I should be promoting more, but I'm just like the, you know, be in my own, stay in my own lane. So if you need something, let me know. Okay, I'm going to give you a chance to 
since we don't have a sponsor for this podcast, I'm going to let you be the sponsor today. So you want to promote your, your T-shirt line right now? You can go ahead. Your clothing line? Go ahead. Yeah. So Vintage Drip, so V-1-N-T-A-G-E, Drip, that's that's my clothing line. Okay, we'll be sure you got that. So be sure and go there. There's another guy on this staff that loves tennis shoes or sports shoes. So mm-hmm. y'all might get together and y'all might just have something going on here. Oh, yeah, we can do it, man. I'm telling you, Lehman's changing. So be ready for it. Well, we're about to change directions here just a little bit, Coach Franks. Thank you very much for all that, and uh, good luck to you here. Thank you. We're going to move to Coach Castillo to a section we called Inside the Huddle. Coach, great win on Friday night. This is kind of flipping the switch, Mm -hmm. kind of flipping the script on them a little bit. So you played the MacArthur Brahmas. Mm -hmm. You went down there and played them at at their house. Uh, Came away with a 42-0 victory. It looked like in – quarter two you had a really big quarter mm-hmm. you were playing baseball in the third quarter it was five you scored five i don't know how you did that <laughs> <I'll tell you. laughs> uh but you ran 62 plays mm-hmm. and you had 17 first downs yeah. the one thing though that if there's just one little nick you had 15 penalties yes, sir. so uh there's some things to clean up sure. even though you're 42 to nothing you still had a, oh, a really good win yeah you always want to Correct mistakes after a win. You know, it's always a lot better to uh, go in there, correct them after a win as opposed to losing and, and doing that. But uh, yeah, no, we came out on fire. We, uh, we, we took the ball down the field in 12 plays, first drive, scored a touchdown, uh, played really great on defense, gave up 33 yards total, total offense for them. Uh, you know, and then we just kind of did our thing. We, we, we were great on defense. We, we ran the ball like we wanted to, like we've been one to all year. Uh, Colin was efficient. Uh, you know, Noah, who's been our, our top receiver all year. Um, he caught two touchdown passes, but he wasn't our top receiver. You know, we threw to a bunch of different people, which is always good. Yeah. I think six different receivers caught the ball that night, uh, which is what we want. You know, that's balanced to me. So, you know, we just kind of focus on one guy. It, uh, it can be tough, but we were able to spread it around and, and that's, that's what helped our offense. Um, you know, special teams wise, you ran a fake punt there. Uh, you ask about the, uh, five to nothing, uh, third quarter. What we did is we, we got a safety because of a special teams uh, punt down to about the four yard line, and then the next couple plays um, afterwards, we uh, rushed the punter on a on their they were punting in their end zone. Rushed the punter, he fumbled the snap and fell on it, so we get a safety there. We get the ball back, drive the field, get stopped at about the thirty, and we kick a forty two yard field goal. So that's our five to nothing lead there. Uh, to end the game, we go. Uh, we actually had two safeties that night. So that was pretty neat. So that's how the extra 40. So we scored five touchdowns and then the, the field goal and the two, uh, safeties gave us the extra seven. So, uh, but then the last drive of the game, seven minutes to go in the, in the game, you know, I told the coaches, Hey, let's just drive the, let's see, we just drive it down there. And for seven minutes, we drove the ball. We could have scored a couple times. We decided to throw it, but you know, I wanted to see if we could do it. And we did. We grinded it out and then kneeled the ball at the end to, close it out so that to me is a championship drive there but overall good night uh the penalties are frustrating you know we we deal with that um you know a lot of guys who are excited and happy to win games they don't know how to act and you know we just do dumb stuff um but overall i was really proud of our kids you know we went down there took care of business got back on the bus came home and got ready for today how many games you've been in we've had two safeties Ooh, that's a good question i may be in the first it may be the first i uh I've scored a touchdown to safety in, in the past, or you know, never. I don't think I've ever had two safeties in a game. That's pretty rare. I yeah, bet. it is. Uh, you're speaking about 
the quarterback, uh, Colin Richardson, mm-hmm. um, he was 16 of 30 yep. for 238 yards. Yep. You mentioned he had six receivers, which mm-hmm. is – because I looked at Noah's been your top receiver. He's been averaging over 100 yards per game. Yep. But you spread it out mm-hmm. pretty evenly with everybody. And it's a good thing that Coach Franks is here because you had a running back. Hernandez had 21 carries, pretty solid run for 103 yards. He could have run. He should have had 150-something, 160. But those penalties, penalties we're talking about brought at least 40 of them back. And uh, one of them was his own doing. You know, we told him, you know, just get your butt up and hand the ball to the referee and go run it again. And, you know, one time he got a little confident there and did something dumb. And, you know, boom, 15 yards. So that takes away from his total. But, you know, we ran the ball the way I wanted to. And I told Coach Franks during the week, and we had talked about it, I think he had a – I think if they broke for a big run, he'd take them to Chick Fil A or something like. That. I can't remember what the what the bet was. Yeah. So anyway, it was funny because Isaiah was about to break one, and then he falls down, and he goes. And I heard on the headset, "Dang it, he, I was about to go get him Chick Fil A or something like that." So anyway, I, I think that's neat when the position coaches can, you know, have that relationship with their players to uh, to do those kind of things. That was pretty neat. Well, that's a different outcome than what you've had. Mm-hmm. So. It was a great win for the for the program. Yes, I think it was a great win for the team. It was good for the coaches. Yeah, I think it was the first district win in three years and the first shutout in three years. So last pretty- year they started two and zero, which was the first time I think in program history yep. they'd ever started two and zero. Unfortunately, they ended up two and eight. But there's been some first, right. and that's just small steps mm-hmm. towards success. Right. Yeah. So I hope the kids see that for sure. Yeah, we're trying to build momentum. You know, we uh, talked about it this morning with our. We talked yesterday with our coaches and uh, today with our kids is, you know, there was a the story of the stonecutters. There's two stonecutters and one that somebody goes up and says, hey, what's your job? And one guy goes, hey, I'm just cutting this stone into little blocks. And the other one says, I'm cutting this, um, I'm cutting this, I'm part of a team that's cutting this stone to build a cathedral. So it's all in how we look at it. If we think, oh, we're going to be two and eight or three and seven or four and six, whatever that number is. You know, that's what it is. But if you think you're really building something, that's kind of the guys I want around here. So it's pretty neat. Well, it's, you're on the right track. We've mm-hmm. got two more games left for mm-hmm. this year. Uh, we do have a f- tough opponent coming up uh, mm-hmm. in Bernie Champion. Yep. And they're always really good. Mm-hmm. And this year's no exception. They're 6-1, and 3-1 and one in district. Yep. So, And then you come up with Hayes, which will be mm-hmm. the end of the yeah. season, yep. which should be a really good game yep. for both teams. Uh, Bernie Champion. I'm not looking past Bernie Champion. Not they're, at all. They're unbelievable. They're you know great offensively. Their quarterback is unbelievable. Um, they've got receivers everywhere. They've got a good running back. Offensive line is tough. Uh, defensively, they they get after them. They call it the ball really hard. They'll blitz. They'll you know cover everybody deep and just make you be make make decisions quickly. And then running the ball, you know they're going to kind of fill gaps and you know make you bounce the ball and. Uh, they're good. I mean, they're just a good football team. So it'll be exciting. It'll be fun. But, again, I say this every week, it's about us. So when we execute like we did last week, it gives us a chance. You know, if we don't execute the way we need to, then, you know, it doesn't matter who we play. You know, like we saw against Canyon or whoever early on in the season, um, when we don't execute the way we need to, it's trouble. But I think when we do it, you know, we're, we we have a chance. So I'm always going to – Say we have a chance, you know. I'm always going to think that we can win, uh, and this is no exception. This well, week. against Smith and Valley, you were at 14 seven mm-hmm. and a half, and they were a top ranked team in the state. So it shows me that you have some ability there when Correct. you execute correctly. Mm-hmm. Now, how I want to kind of back up a little bit. I mean, you've, and I'll make sure I get this correct. You've kind of implemented all of your game planning pretty much mm-hmm. all 
thing. So now you're just executing, correct? correct. Is that what you're doing during practice right now? And yeah, no, we come in here. You know, we uh, we've given the guys off on Saturdays, which is a new concept for me. But I think you know I'm trusting the guys to get their work done during the weekend. Sometimes it's not, and I've got to you know put my big big boss man foot down. But uh, overall, we're expecting the guys to get their stuff done. We come in Sunday for. Uh, you know, five to six hours, uh, hash out everything in person. And then I expect Monday morning, you know, we're ready to roll with our, with our plan. And, you know, you tweak it during the week, you know, you go, Oh, you know, that's probably not going to work now. This, we can probably add this and it's a little bit tweaks during, but the main, I guess the main thing is the main thing. So we're going to focus on that. And then, uh, um, Friday nights, you know, it's funny because people go, well, man, you're not, you're not in the mix over there with those guys. You know, why are you not with the coaches and the kids standing right beside? At that point, I'm done coaching. You know what I mean? I'm done. It's time for them to play. And then I can kind of take a look and give, you know, feedback or examples, you know. And uh, um, the plan is done. I mean, like they say, the hay's in the barn. You know what I mean? So we're going to let them play and, and help them out there. So building little by little. And, you know, we, we, we can't do anything new right now, crazy new. We can't change our whole offense or defense. So we got to get good at what we're good at. Every coach has a different philosophy and strategy and how they want to approach games. And so y'all have done a great job. I know it's been a tough year, but uh, we could say that, but I think it really has been great mm-hmm. successes along the way. Mm-hmm. And it is a great building block of, of the future for mm-hmm. next year. But we've got a game ahead of us this Friday. Mm-hmm. It is a home game at 7 o'clock at Bob Shelton Stadium. Mm-hmm. We hope everybody will come out and watch that game. And Senior we'll, night. Senior night. Okay. Mm-hmm. How do we honor our seniors on so, senior night? So, you know, we're going to have our kids with their parents, and we're going to do a little you know, graphic for them and just kind of give them a little goodie bag of stuff, we'll see a little football they can sign with their teammates and keep with that for the rest of their life. Um, you know, I still have mine from when I was in high school, just, you know, all my buddies. And LaDainian Tomlinson's on there, so I can't throw that away. Uh, but, no, it's uh, we'll honor them and just thank them for everything they've done. I mean, I told them this morning, again, kind of that stonecutter story, but – they're the ones who are going to change this place. You know what I mean? They have two weeks. They have 96 hours of football left. And that's it. Some of them will never play again. Some of them, it's a stepping stone to what they want to do. But truly, 96 hours, you are guaranteed that if you, you know, come to practice and do what you need to do. So hopefully they're taking that to heart. Um, but, yeah, that, that's what we'll do. It always ends for everybody at, at different levels. Mm-hmm. Uh, even at the professional level, there's an end mm-hmm. in sight. So I appreciate you sharing that. Uh, look forward to Friday night's game. Yep. We're going to come back on Monday and do this again. Yep. And we'll recap this game with Bernie Champion, and we'll talk a little bit about Hayes. Yes, so, hey, wish you all the best. Have a good week, yes, and then we'll see you next week. Thank you. Appreciate it.